Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to episode 75 of the Get Well With Me podcast. I am your host, Adrienne, and together we are exploring the healing powers of our unconscious mind while leaning in towards a healthier lifestyle. And our philosophy here is excellence, not perfection. So no trying to be perfect here, not even a little bit. This podcast is just, it's real. So here we are. It's episode 75. I'm just going to pat myself on the back for not quitting, (laughs) you know, especially during the pandemic. There were so many times that I just felt like there wasn't a lot of hope for the future and why care about health and wellness when no one else does, you know, I had this whole like negative self-talk that I was kind of like fighting through And I'm glad that I just kept going and I was staying true to my purpose. And my purpose is to empower others to understand the power of their mind. That's it. Like, that's it. I love to make content, to create audios, to facilitate hypnotic experiences that help people understand that the words that they speak are powerful, that the thoughts that they think are important. It matters what we think and what we speak and, you know, to create as we narrate. I, I believe that that's reality. We create as we narrate. I, if you've been sticking around for any length of time, you know that I often use the example of people who say, I can't, I never can catch a break or I can't catch a break. And I always say, if they caught a break, they wouldn't know it. They're not tuned into catching a break. They expect bad things to happen. And and something that I always say is that good things happen to me. Good things happen to me. And I always, whenever something wonderful happens in the household or for my son, I always say, good things happen to you. He found $10 on the ground the other day after work. I'm like, good things happen to you. I wonder what pleasant surprise will happen today. I expect miracles and I see them everywhere. So that's what get well with me is about. It's about getting well in our mind and just enjoying that automatic translation, you know, understanding that the life that we have, the way that we're perceiving our experiences has everything to do with the way that we are perceiving our experiences, right? Like our environment sometimes you know, it is possible to be a victim of your environment, especially if you're a child and you don't have any control over it. But as I often say, once you're a grown up, it's time to take responsibility for the environment that we choose. Because if we're a grown up, <laughs> we are choosing this life. We are choosing, sometimes unknowingly, but not after listening to this podcast, you'll be tuned into how. Everything is a decision. And that word decision, you know, decide its root word means to cut off, 
to kill, to kill off. When we decide that we are going to use the power of our minds, that means we cut off the possibility of just blowing in the wind. That means we cut off the possibility of just being hypnotized by the television or the media or the scrolling. We take radical responsibility for the content that we consume, for the food that we consume, for just radical responsibility for the thoughts that we think, for the words that we say. We ask ourselves, how do I want to feel? And then we go about pursuing the end to that goal. So, okay, what is today's episode about? It's a rant. I've got a rant inside of me. I'm ready to let it out. I'm so thankful that I have you, you, you who is listening. I am thankful that you are here. I am thankful that you are an intentional person that believes in growth, right? Okay, so growth, this is something, a thought that I came across recently and I latched onto. When you plant a seed in the ground, it doesn't have to try to grow. It's like, it's not exerting effort to grow. It grows because it is alive, right? A baby doesn't have to try to grow. It's not sitting there thinking like, I better be doing those things that I need to do to make sure that I grow. No, the baby just grows, just grows. It just grows. When you have a thought, an idea that gets planted in your mind, it's the same principle. And I realize that might be less material, that might be more spiritual, but nonetheless, it is true. An idea, when planted in the fertile soil of your mind, it doesn't have to try to grow. It it grows. What we can do when we recognize that our mind is a garden is we can intentionally pull the weeds and we can intentionally give it water and sunshine and love and attention and pruning and all of those things. So today's rant is it's me being the self-talk police, right? So if you know me in my regular life, you know that it's very difficult for me to keep my mouth shut when I hear people misusing the power of their words. Now, I also realize I have to, I have to be appropriate in social situations. <laughs> Am I always? No, I'm not. So let me take you to a couple days ago, two days ago, I was at the beach. I was invited to go with a friend to this like real estate beach party. And I myself, I'm from New Jersey. I kind of live at the Jersey shore, not the one that you see on TV, but the one that if you look at the map and you see that little peninsula action on New Jersey, that little part that sticks out at the bottom, that's where I'm from. So these people, we call them shoobies. If you're coming to the beach or to the shore, or if you call it the shore, then that we, us locals, we call you shoobies. So I'm hanging out with all these shoobies and they were really cool. They were professionals. They seemed to be family oriented. They, you know, certainly intended to have a great time. They had their big uh, beach wagon filled with drinks and hoagies. Hoagies, that's a sure word. They were probably calling them subs or grinders or submarines or sandwiches or something. So it's a very Jersey thing. Glad to get you up to speed on all the Jersey things here. <laughs> um, you know, I'm proud of where I'm from. 
you know, I just am. It's not perfect here. Some people, they want to say it's the armpit of America. There maybe are places of New Jersey that are not so beautiful, but where I live, all I see is beauty. I see sand and I see water and I see rivers and trees and beautiful neighborhoods and trails and train tracks and life is good here when I listen out my window the hummingbirds they greet me in the morning the 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 sounds of the tree frogs and the crickets at night I love it here this is home I also uh okay making this all about me I also love living at sea level every time I come back from the mountains I'm always like oh flat land like there's just something about this altitude that works for me. So <laughs> anyway, so back to my story, I'm at the beach and I'm with all these shoobies that are eating their, their hoagies and whatever. We're just hanging out. We're having a good time. And, you know, they're talking about life and their kids and all of these things. And there were these women there. And, you know, as far as I could tell, I, I thought we were all in the same age genre, give or take a decade or so. And they kept referring to themselves as old. So I had not met these this group of people before. And I was like, all right, don't be the self-talk police, Adrienne, this, you know, they're not tuned into your podcast right now. They're not your kid or your nieces or nephews. And they, they don't need you to correct them. So I have to, I have to restrain myself all the time. <laughs> and I'm sitting there enjoying the most beautiful day. I had my feet in the water. I had my bikini on. I was, I was, I brought bubbles with me, right? Because there is an inner child inside of me who is going to always be inside of me. And you know what I'm going to do for that inner child? I'm going to acknowledge her. I'm going to love her. If she wants to skip, she gets to skip, even if that looks silly. If she wants to bring a bottle of bubbles to the beach and blow them all around and spread joy, then that's what she gets to do. If she wants to build a sandcastle, that's what she gets to do. So I was being my self and they were um, just hanging out, sitting in their beach chairs. And, and one of the things was like, they didn't want me to sit on the sand. They were like, do you want a chair? You know, um, do you, do, do you want to borrow our beach tags? And I'm thinking like, I'm a local. I, I mean, paying for a beach tag is like against my personal value system. <laughs> Um, anyway, so they were amazing and I, and they, I was so thankful that they invited me and that I got to meet these new people and uh, I don't expect them to be locals because they're not. So they just kept referring to themselves as old and I was noticing it. Like, it, I'm not saying it was bothering me. I wasn't sitting there being like, I can't believe they're saying that they're old, but I just kept asking myself why are they talking about themselves like that like they seem to have you know they seem to be able to walk down to the beach and enjoy a beautiful day and in no way do they qualify as elderly so like what is all this old talk so you know as the day progressed after I heard it for the I'm not sure how many times I just looked over at them very sincerely and I said, why, why do you keep saying that? And they said, what? And I said, well, why do you keep saying that you're old? And normally 
I think that the way that I said it, that they realized that it was not a rebuke. It was a serious inquiry. It's like if you saw someone in their 20s and they were saying that they were old, you're like, like, why are you saying that? So to me, it just, it was not adding up. And it was interesting because they actually had an answer. I could, and maybe it was a hypnotic moment. And I doubt that they, I, I know they didn't know what I do or really anything about me. So it is possible that I asked them quite hypnotically, like, why are you saying that? To bring their attention that they were saying something that seemed out of place. And then to then say, why do you keep calling yourself old? And because I asked them so inquisitively and had all of my attention on them, I feel that instead of shaking it off or making a joke, I feel like their unconscious minds answered me because they gave me answers. They gave me actual answers. The one girl had said that one of her parents had died at, I don't remember the age, but it was like late thirties and how she kind of felt that that was, you know, I guess if you get to live to be older than your parents, right, then maybe you would put the old label on that. And I thought that was really interesting. And the other girl, she had a reason as well. And it really made me think just about this whole old thing, right? And not like, because getting old is real. I'm not denying it. But what I am affirming is that I am alive. I am alive. Now I'm 41. Sorry, I keep shaking the camera. I'm getting too excited over here. Um, I am 41 years old and I am so proud of that. And I would not trade my 41 year old body for my 21 year old body because the person who I was in my 21 year old body, she had a lot of learning to do. And she had a lot of hard things that she had to go through to become who she is today. And I really like who she is today. You know, oh, sorry, I'm getting a little choked up. I have a lot of compassion for my younger self. And the cool thing is that as we um, continue to progress in years, we get to take that person with us. We get to take that younger self with us. And it's wonderful. Because a person who has a little bit more experience and wisdom can protect that younger person and they can navigate through life's challenges with more ease and confidence. So when I hear someone say that they're old, I, I do, I want to correct them and be like, compared to what? Maybe that's actually a good response because when we compare our, you know, 41 year old self to like one day, um, God willing, one day I'll be 81. And when that happens, I mean, I feel like 80 by 80, you get the medal, like, and by 80, perhaps, perhaps that's when you're considered elderly. And, um, and I hope that there's someone who's 81 right now that's listening to this and that they comment on this video and they say, I'm 81 and I'm not old yet. 
So um, if I'm speaking to you, I, I double, triple dare you to make that comment because it really is a state of mind. I'm not denying that our physical bodies don't break down, but I am affirming that when we get in touch with our aliveness, when we identify with our youthful blueprint, there is a blueprint inside of us that knows youthfulness. And that's the blueprint that I call on to put as much life into all of my years. You will not hear me say, I'm old till I'm 81. <laughs> you will not hear me say that getting old sucks. If you type in the Facebook, getting old sucks and click post, you would be amazed at how many Facebook posts of your friends and your family and it's like this mantra that they identify with. And when I see people who are my age, like I'm saying like the same people that I went to high school with and they're all like getting old sucks. I'm like, yo, who are you talking about? Like, I am not, I am not there. I am not ready to say that. Yeah. Some things are harder. I admit I'm already at the point where when I stay up late, I pay for it. But you know what the difference is? See, cause that's the thing. You always paid for it when you stayed up late. You just didn't care and you didn't notice. So when I was a teenager and I stayed up late and I had to wake up at 6am, 6 6.30 to go to work, there was suffering involved in that, right? Like you party too hard and you got to go to work. It was rough, but we just did it, right? And then when we get to a certain point, our body doesn't quite cooperate as well because it wants us to access that young, youthful blueprint, but we're not giving it everything that it needs. Right. So when we're like, oh, wow, I, you know, I can't drink like I used to. I can't eat like I used to. I don't burn fat like I used to. These things that people say, they become true because these are signs that our body is saying, I want to support you in living a wonderful, awesome life. And I need you to support me back. So if you wake up and you're tired in the morning or you wake up and you're extra hungover or a little bit stiff and you know all of these things that people just say like getting old sucks that's your body saying hey be nice to me because we've got a lot of life to live this is my mindset and I'm not asking you to adopt it but I am sharing it with you because it is serving me so well we can choose to believe thoughts. We can choose to focus our thinking and choose habitual thinking patterns that serve us well. We can choose to believe that the blueprint for youth and vitality and perfect health is in us, <laughs> that we were born with it. Maybe that's a lot to chew on. Here's another little rant about getting old. So if you didn't like that one, you're not going to like this one. <laughs> oh, you guys, I crack myself up sometimes. Thank you for putting up with me. Some people use the idea 
the statement that they're getting old as an excuse, an excuse to not live their life anymore, <clears throat> or perhaps they never started. We can exist or we can live, and it is a choice. Um, I love this one. So we don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. Boom, right? That was George Bernard Shaw. Don't stop playing. You know, my mom, I don't know how old she is or how young she is, but when I look at her, she is such a bright, she is so bright. She, her spirit is bright and no one plays as well as my mom. Like she has embraced being a grandmother. She affectionately is known as granny and she plays like she will play imagination. She will build a sandcastle with her grandkids and, or any kids on the beach. She's just, she's wonderful. And you know what? She's not perfect. And I do wish that she cared for herself, you know, the way that I would want her to, but you know what she does? She lives her life. She lives her life and it keeps her young. It keeps her young in a way that, you know, I see people, they're like, they really care about their health. Like they are dialed into doing all of the physically right things. And I am one of those people. <laughs> I try to do a lot of the physically right things, but sometimes I look at my mom and I'm like, she has more energy than me. You know why she's dialed in to that inner child and she recognizes it in others and yeah, she's one, she's one to skip if she feels like skipping. She is, she loves to play imagination and, um, my mom's amazing. She's amazing. She's like I said, she's not perfect. You know, she smokes. Like, I'm always like, mom, I know you can make it. I know you can make it to 80 to see all these little babies turn into adults. I know you can make it. And I know that when you're ready, you will stop smoking. But in the meantime, she's still living, you know? So like if your life is not perfect, right? And you still have bad habits and you still don't do everything that you need to do to have all the youth and vitality, still, it's no excuse to not live. You got to live. If there are people alive who you love and you can spend time with them, if you can encourage them and you can let them know that you love them, then that is enough. That is enough. Um, okay. Sorry. So I'm doing all kinds of rants, side rants. I'm winging it today. I'm just winging it. And I, and I like that. Um, today, <laughs> this is a classic. I think you've heard this before. Today is the oldest you've ever been and the youngest you'll ever be again. I'm going to say that again. Today is the old, right now, like this moment, the oldest you've ever been. It is the youngest you'll ever be again. Eleanor Roosevelt. Boom. Right there. Right now. Right at this moment. I'm never going to be this young again. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel like living fully and wholly. When we identify as old and we start saying those things like, oh, I'm having a senior moment. I mean, young people forget things all the time. Teenagers lose their car keys just as much as 
adults. <laughs> now look at me trying to choose my words all carefully. We have to stop every time we slip or we can't forget something. If we assume that that's because we're getting dementia or our brain is wearing out, then we're, we're creating what we narrate. There is an antidote to this talk of being old. There is an antidote to this um, identifying with oldness. And it is, I won't make you wait any longer. It is this affirmation. I am alive. I am full of courage. I am courageous. I am alive. I am alive. I am alive. Think about the words that you say after I am. Think about the power that has been endowed to you to be able to speak the words I am and to actually be whatever it is that you say after them. Be very careful to not utter the words. I, I'm Honestly, I take this so seriously. It's hard for me to say them right now. I don't even want to say them. So I am S-I-C-K. I am O-L-D. I am fill in the blank and be real careful with what you fill it in with. So be very mindful and be very empowered to know that you create as you narrate and that you want to say, I am alive. If you say I am alive like multiple times, you'll feel energy rise up inside of you. Go ahead and experiment with it. I am alive. I am alive. I am alive. If you're having an anxious moment, All right, I'm not going to turn this into an anti-anxiety podcast because I think they're all anti-anxiety podcasts. I'm always teaching how to recognize anxious thoughts and realize what they really are and their fear of the future. Anxiety is when we're using our imagination to imagine unhappy outcomes in the future. That's one definition for anxiety. And the cure, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, I'm probably not. Um, a tool that you can use to combat anxiety. And you can see I have my hand on my chest. It is safe to be here now anxiety is in the future and it is safe to be here now and it is safe to own the power of your words i am alive i am alive i am accessing the blueprint of my youthful vitality. I give and feed my body what it needs 
to live in that youthful blueprint. I feed my mind thoughts that allow me and empower me to live in that youthful blueprint. The things in life, like material things, they're not for collecting. They're not for storing. They're for using, right? They're for usefulness. Our bodies, it's the same thing. They're not here for preserving. They're here for using. If we do life right, at the end of our life, our body's going to be so worn out because it's going to be so well used. It's an amazing vehicle. And I like, you know, people use the analogy of like your body is a car. And like, if you had a Ferrari, wouldn't you put the best fuel into it? You know, when you take it for the, the best oil change and wouldn't you do the maintenance and, you know, people or if you had a light on your dashboard, would you ignore it? And I, I like, I like the car analogy, but it's really not a fair analogy because what's different is that cars can't fix themselves. Our bodies, if we just stop putting bad stuff into them, and I don't just mean food and alcohol and tobacco and who knows what else chemicals and all the all of the things that are in our environment that are less than healthy for us but i mean also into our mind right so we can fill our mind with healing thoughts if we can recognize and activate that healing youthful blueprint inside of us and it's not if we can every time you say i am alive every time you choose to do what's good for you you send yourself a signal you send your body a signal ah it's it i hear you i hear you that's right we got a lot of life to live so i'll be good to you body and you keep on being good to me i am really big on empowering people to understand that they are not doomed by their genetics. You're blessed by your genetics. You are here listening to my voice. You are alive. You are alive. And there's always this invisible probability that what has happened to our parents or someone else in our family could happen to us you know what? It's also a humongous probability that it won't. Because the way the genes express has everything to do with our thoughts and with our emotions. And the life that we live has everything to do with what we believe we're capable of. And the life that we live has everything to do with the decisions that we make and the words that we say to ourselves and to others, with the quality of our relationships. So maybe you've heard that saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I rarely heard that saying be applied to dogs. Usually when people say it, they're talking about themselves. And that's sad. 
Isn't that sad? Sometimes we think that elderly people, that they, they don't know how they're not capable of learning technology. It's not true. They are capable. They are so capable. They are, they have achieved and overcome things that we cannot even grapple with at this moment. And the truth is that those ones who can't, can't, we don't want to. They don't want to change. And they don't have to change. You know, when we get to this like place in our life where we don't want to change, we don't have to. That's the really cool thing about being, being a human being. We're not animals. God has given us the ability, the ability to decide, the ability to choose. And even if we do find ourselves in a situation where with a loss of freedom, like physical freedom, because of tyranny or because of illness or something like that, we still have freedom in our mind. And that, that book by um, A Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl, that's what that book's about. This man was in a concentration camp being tortured, watching others suffer all around him. And what he knew was that even though he could be controlled physically, he got to decide the thoughts that were in his mind. This is some really heavy stuff. So if you're still with me, I have to say extra. Thank you. I want to leave you with this. Be careful when you say I am O-L-D. Be careful with what you say after I am. Recognize Recognize other people. Take some time to notice what happy people say. Not the ones that are faking it. People who have meaning. People who have peace. Watch what they say. Watch it. People who don't, watch them. Watch what they say. Just watch it. And watch your word as if it was a thing, because if it was a physical thing, watch it. Watch your words. Correct your words. Speak the life that you want to have. Recognize that if you are what the world considers old, <laughs> Whatever that is, I guess it depends on how young you are. Um, watch that. Choose your words. Choose your life. Make your mind a beautiful place. Recognize that your mind is a garden. You know, when you 
plant a seed in it. Seeds don't have to try to grow. They just grow because they are alive. Children don't have to try to grow. They just grow because they are alive. Own your aliveness. Let go of this old nonsense. Take radical responsibility for your health. If you feel there are milestones up against you, like at 40, people need readers. At a certain time, they need colonoscopies or whatever. I don't know. I, I'm, and I know I'm losing some of you right now because you're like prevention. You know what prevention is? Prevention is believing in your youthful blueprint and living accordingly. Prevention is feeding your body and mind nourishment. And prevention is making sure that you focus your mind on what you want and what you not on what you don't want. I realize that this may be a bit metaphysical for some of you. The unconscious mind, it doesn't know what anti such and such is, right? Uh, anti, I don't want to say the C word anti-anxiety. It doesn't hear anti. There's no picture for the unconscious for anti. There's only a picture in your mind for the word. Our unconscious mind, it doesn't understand negatives. It understands what it is that we're focused on, right? Even the C word prevention it, there's no picture for prevention. There's only a picture in your mind for the thing, whatever the thing is. Be empowered that what has happened in the genetics of your family, it, it doesn't have to happen to you. You have a blueprint for health inside of you, and it's up to you to activate it, to speak it, to think it, to live it. And you don't have to be perfect. When you eat food, even if it is junk, like capital J, just junk, if you are thankful for it, that is what matters. You know, and I, I've really been on a journey. I've been on a journey for accessing that, that natural blueprint of vitality and youthfulness. And I am proud to be 41 and 10 years from now, I'm going to, God willing, I'm going to be 51 and I'm going to be like, wow, wow. As my body changes, I will be thankful for it. And I hope that my friends will hold me up and remind me of that as then I'm 61 and 71, and 81, and <laughs> 91. The world doesn't end. And our affirmation for today is, I am alive. You are alive. So thank you for joining me. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sticking around to just 
hear my heart and allow it to, to reach yours. Until next time, much love.